Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Igomo Ene Michelle. I am the host, and today is day forty-nine of our Bible in a Year challenge, which is a three hundred and sixty-five day series where we'll be going through an entire Bible, and I'll be sharing my reflections on the daily readings of the day. So today we'll be continuing on our journey with Exodus, Leviticus, and Psalms. We're almost rounding up on this timeline, guys. And if you don't know it already, I am extremely proud of you guys for pulling through up until this point. I'm also proud of myself for the many times that I refused to back down. So just a quick note and quick advice that while we are on this journey, it's not necessarily about completing the entire bible in a year or within 365 days um i kind of learned that it's more about um being persistent and walking through the days where you don't feel like reading your bible <laughs> if we're going to be honest with ourselves we do not always feel like reading the bible we do not always feel like praying we do not always feel like meditating but one thing that this challenge has helped me to learn and to develop is that is that character of persistence that character of discipline and that is something that's really important if you're going to be taking your relationship with god serious and so uh you might have noticed that there are some days that uh i was unable to um upload an episode there are some days i was also unable to read the bible so it was not consistent in that sense but it's consistent in the sense that we are on day 49 meaning i have not given up meaning i have not ended this journey meaning we're still on the go and that is what is most important so just encourage somebody listening out there you only fail or you only lose this challenge when you stop when you stop tuning in when you stop reading your bible that's the only way you get to lose this challenge there is no deadline and so as long as you uh get back on track regardless of how many times you fall or how many times you um stay away or procrastinate as long as you get back up and you pick up your bible and you um are determined to continue from where you stopped you are still on this challenge and god is still with you uh i'm still with you (laughs) and we will head to our destination in no time anyways so i just wanted to put that out there for anybody that's feeling uh feeling kind of down if that they were not able to keep up all this while trust me you're not alone so anyways today uh, we would be looking at Exodus, uh, Leviticus, and Psalms, like I said earlier. Um, in Exodus, we've we've seen this before. We've kind of heard what it says, and there's something that is quite familiar about, especially Exodus. I don't know, probably because we're just reading, we've been reading <laughs> that for a while. But it's that there is like this repetition, like there are things that are being repeated over and over again. There are some things that we read in exodus and then we will come across again in leviticus there's some things that we read in exodus chapter something and then when we move on to another chapter we are reading the exact same thing and that happened today we are reading about um belizel and aholiab which are the two men that god um gave 
supernatural skills to carry out the work uh, of building all the temple materials and all the utensils. We've heard that before, but I just want to say what when things are repeated. Uh, take for example, you're in a class and your teacher is repeating something over and over again. There is this uh, that that there is this thing that I and my friends used to do when we especially towards um, exams or towards tests, when we notice that the teacher is kind of emphasizing on a particular topic, like he gives you assignment on that topic, you get to do quizzes on that topic, he would ask over and over again, I, I think this happened during math, he would ask over and over again, I hope you understand, I hope you did, trying to make sure everybody understands, that kind of gave us a clue that definitely this topic was going to come out as the compulsory question to answer. It was going to be compulsory to answer the question in class, in the exams, I mean. And so that kind of emphasized the importance of that topic for us. And so it's the same in this scenario. When things are being repeated in the Bible, it means there is a special importance that has been attached to it. And so in this case, What's being repeated is the fact that um, God gave uh, the, the dimensions for how he wanted the temple to be built. He gave every single detail of the kind of materials to build certain kind of objects and utensils and pretty much everything. And that emphasizes the importance of true worship. Like I said, I like I said, I've said before that God is a God is an intentional God. He is very specific, very particular, very precise. And when it comes to the one true way that we are to have that relationship with Him, when it comes to the one true reason why He even created us in the first place, to worship Him then you best believe that that is not excluded out. He is extremely precise in how he wants us to worship him. And we cannot overlook that. So many times I see, or recently, there are so many instances of churches, places of worship in quotes, quotes and unquotes, places of worship where people gather and they worship God or they claim to worship God how they like and in whatever way they want the problem with that is that the center of that worship it's idolatry because you're not worshiping god the way he asked for you to worship him you're worshiping god the way you want to worship him and in essence you're you're not worshiping god you're worshiping yourself because you chose what you want over what god has commanded God commanded the Israelites to do certain things, to use certain kind of things, certain kind of colors, certain kind of shapes and sizes and dimensions, because that was how he wanted them to worship him. The old covenant points us to the new covenant. The new covenant is the fulfillment of the old covenant. And so while God proposed and commanded how he wanted the Israelites to worship him in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, God has also done the same thing. He has taught us how we should worship Him, in what way we are to worship Him, where we are to worship Him. He has given us the specifics and the details. And for us to stubbornly refuse to follow that and to do what we want, 
it's us worshiping ourselves so i just wanted to put that out there that <laughs> it's not all about choosing some songs to sing and just praying or just saying what's what's on your mind i mean that's part of it but that is not all of it that's like that's like just scratching the surface there's 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 so much more so much more that god wants us to do to get to know him better so there's that and then secondly when we move on to leviticus we um, we see something that's called the year of restoration or the year of jubilee depends on the version you're using but this is pretty much like the 50th year and so every seventh day is the sabbath god commands the israelites to rest every seventh year is also a year for rest no harvest no sowing nothing whatsoever should be done on the field the fields should rest and so the israelites were kind of like i mean for an entire year you don't want us to plant what exactly are we going to be eating and then god said that they shouldn't bother about that because on the sixth year that is the year before the seventh year he would give them enough food to cover up for the two years that's cover up for the sixth and the seventh year so seventh year they really did not have to sow anything they would have enough food for the previous year to cover up for them and this is quite similar to what happened uh, with the manna you know when uh, God gave the Israelites the manna and he was like on the seventh day they shouldn't pick up any manna they shouldn't go and pick up any manna because on the sixth day he was going to give them more than enough to cover up for those two days so what exactly is god trying to teach them apart from the fact that god is definitely emphasizing rest (laughs) you don't need to be working your ass off every single day you don't need to be confused or bothered or anxious every single day sometimes take breaks sometimes rest but apart from that one thing that god is also trying to teach the israelites is the fact that they have to rely on him for provision that it does not always have to depend on their effort or on their hard work the fact that they had food was not majorly because they planted or they worked hard or they labored but it was because he was and he is always going to be providing for them that was what he was trying to emphasize that he is the provider that will always care for them always give them what they need at every particular time and they needed to trust him on that and we also need to trust him on that so many times we get so anxious about the uncertain future i don't know if you're like me man sometimes it is so hard i can't remember the last time that my head was clear i mean i thought okay after final year of college because probably because i had like the pressure from my projects and exams and all that i thought okay that was going to be the last of it once i was done with college and i graduated i would be calm and i would have a free mind but (laughs) to my surprise it's like the pressure kind of doubled or quadrupled out <laughs> I don't know it multiplied simultaneously because now I I have to figure out what I want to do with my life and where I want to go and how I want to go about that like there are just so many things to have to think about and it's so so easy to give into that pressure it's so easy to fall into that temptation of thinking that your 
outcome or your success depends entirely on your effort and your hard work. This is me reminding myself. This is me reminding you that it doesn't. God is your provider. And he is always going to care for you and give you the things you need at each particular time. And you have to trust him on that. Even when it seems quite impossible to move on. One thing about working with God, especially when you want to have faith with him, is that we're not working on blind faith. What we have with God is not blind faith. What we have with God is the faith that keeps us true to the next step. God is not definitely not going to show you your entire journey. Because if he does, then why exactly would you pray to him? Why exactly would you need him? He's not going to show you how your journey will go through to the end. But what he's going to do, he's going to light your next step. You're going to have enough light, enough guidance, and enough encouragement to see your next step. And you just have to keep on trusting him that he will always give you light for the next step. Even though you can't see how the entire journey is going to be. Yeah, so that's one thing. And I think the last thing, okay, yeah. Uh, I was talking about the seventh day Sabbath and seventh year rest, and then we also have the year of restoration, which is the fiftieth year. So you have um, seven years of seven year rest. That is forty nine, forty nine years, and then right after you have the fiftieth year, and then this year of restoration is where like, if you sold yourself as a slave or you sold any of your property, you get to have them back for free. Maybe you couldn't pay off your debt you get to have all of them back for free and this this particular chapter can be confusing because it talks about slaves and all of that and sometimes we might be tempted to ask I mean so did God actually approve of slaves like was God cool with people having other people as slaves was that like like (laughs) is that how or who he is anyways that's not like the main point of this because i feel like in those times their times are quite different from our times in those times it was like a job it was like pretty much like a laborer's contract you know when you don't have like a skill that's marketable or you don't have any way of fending for yourself you just sell yourself as a slave as a laborer and you get to work for someone else and they get to pay you money so i i feel like that's how it worked in those days but anyways regardless of that if you work for 50 years or you work until the next year of your restoration you get to have your freedom back and what god was trying i mean this is like level three now you know i was talking about how god was trying to um teach the israelites from revenge to justice and eventually he gets to take them from justice to mercy and that is this is like the process is what we're seeing here that god is trying to let israelites know that they're no longer slaves they are now free people. Seventh day, they should rest because it's the Sabbath and because they are no longer slaves. They don't have to work every single day. Every seventh year, they should also rest because they are no longer slaves. They don't have to work every single year. And every fifth year, they are, they are no longer slaves also. They should rest. And if you have anything that you're owing anybody or probably you um, offered yourself as a slave or you're indebted to somebody it is forgiven of you and you don't need to pay back why because they are no longer slaves 
and that is the main point god was trying to emphasize because these people have been slaves for what 300 400 years the mentality was already like built very deep in their head and god is trying to emphasize that point that they are no longer slaves they are now free because he has set them free so many times we enslave ourselves by our past and this is very very common especially with new believers people that have given their life to christ newly they probably had like a terrible past they did things they are not proud of and they turned away from all of that and they're walking in the light and they want to have that new um life with god it is so easy for the devil to want to tempt you with your past and remind you of where you came from and we we unfortunately most of the times fall into that trap and we enslave ourselves again and again and again because we think that our sin is unforgivable we think that our past is something that god can not look past and we're tying ourselves down because the sin of judah wasn't that he sold jesus off the sin of judah was that he thought that his sin was greater than god's mercy and god's love and that led him to kill himself let us not let us not let us not fall into that I don't know what you've done. I know what I've done. <laughs> I know what I've done in the past that I'm not proud of. But I realized that, man, God's mercy and love and grace has no end. It has no limits. It's boundless. And I accept that every single day I wake up, I accept that grace, I accept that mercy, and I accept that love for free. And that is what sets me free. God's word says that, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. What is the truth? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And so, you will know Jesus, and Jesus will set you free. This is the journey that is going to lead us to knowing Jesus more, and trust that he has already set you free. Because even this word says that while we were yet sinners, he died for us he didn't have to wait for us to realize we were sinful or we're sinners or we've done wrong and then he has to wait for us like the prodigal child to come back to him no he didn't even wait for us to come back to him while we were still sinning while we were still doing wrong while we were still doing disobeying and doing all that he died for us and so he had already given you a gift even before you realized that you needed it just a quick reminder that the only person that has the power to enslave you is yourself and you have to learn to forgive yourself because God has already forgiven you so that's all I have for today guys thank you so much for tuning in anyways um, side note today is actually my birthday so <laughs> happy birthday to me uh, so I'm sending so much love to you guys I'm super grateful to God for adding another year because it has been tough this past year has been tough so much changes so much so much dynamics so much movement nothing is stable everything has like question marks and everything just uncertain like you think you're done with one thing and then you have like six more things being added to do this but anyways god is leading me one step at a time i'm trusting in his guidance and in his love and i hope you do the same 
and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. I'll see you guys tomorrow, same time, same place. Have an amazing and a blessed day.